Hi, this is Sarah Cavell from EI Focus. Thank you for joining us today for the Focused Athlete Podcast. Today we're talking to Daniela Garmendia. She has just got so much great energy and enthusiasm. Daniela was part of the Venezuelan National Synchronized Swim Team before she came to the United States and was a collegiate swimmer at Lindenwood. She then became an assistant coach for the United States Junior National Team, and that's where I met her and got to spend some time with her where we instantly connected. She's currently head coach for Seattle Synchro. Our conversation was so much fun. She is just a wonderful, positive, energetic coach. She talks in her interview today about visualization, about the importance of not just visualizing in the mind about competition, but visualizing in the full body what the what emotions come up. And by doing so, this creates the ability to be better prepared for competition or stressful situations. She talks about turning her negative emotion into positivity. And what I love is that towards the end of our conversation, she really starts to talk about how important it is as a coach that she tr- she provides learning and growth to her, her athletes. So making things fun and understanding that uh, an, an athlete needs to enjoy what they're doing to keep going. Um, and at the same time, that doesn't mean they're not disciplined and competitive, but this element of how can you find fun in what you do, um, as well as growth and success. It was such a pleasure to talk to Daniela, and I'm really excited to share this. She's just full of enthusiasm and just such an inspirational coach. Good morning, Daniela. It's so good to see you again. Good morning. Uh, Good to see you too. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, I'm so happy that you're here today talking with EI Focus. And I would love to just start off by introducing you to everybody. And this is Daniela Garmandia. She's a synchronized swimmer. She swam for the Venezuelan national team. And then she came to the U.S. and went to Lindenwood, where she swam at the collegiate level. She was also assistant coach on the USA Junior National Team, and she's currently head coach of Seattle Synchro. So welcome. I can't wait to hear more about your experience as an athlete and a coach uh, around emotional intelligence. And uh, why don't we just start there? Like, how do emotions affect your performance, maybe as an athlete, you can share a little bit about as an athlete and as a coach. Sure. Um, well, first, thank you for having me here. And I'm excited to have this talk with you. Um, emotions, how they affect. Well, as an athlete, I used to be a nerve wreck if I didn't prepare mentally for my competitions. So I was very strong and I was lucky enough that my coach taught me how to visualize, right? So, um, you will have a target, a clear target for your competitions. And then I will visualize myself everything. Um, and that will get me ready for the, the competition. That helped me a lot to control my, my emotions because by the time I came to compete, I already knew what I was going to feel, how I was going to control it. Breathing was 
essential. And when that didn't happen, uh, when I didn't control my emotions in the right way, everything went horrible. Because if, if I had too much excitement or too little excitement, it ruined everything, right? Um, so being able to control and make sure I was like in that perfect state where it's not too much, it's not too little, just perfect. So that required preparation and going after many times. So that's the good thing about an athlete. It prepares you for that. As a coach, um, it's very similar because now I transmit all my emotion to my athletes. And I, uh, I have to learn how to keep quiet. And my behavior has remained the same. Otherwise, when I transmit that to my ex, it's not good. So first, me in this position of a coach, I have to learn how to, it doesn't matter if something horrible happened right before competition, I need to remain still. Like maybe a little bit pushy, like let's go girls, motivating, but letting them take over their mental state or whatever they need without me adding more to them. That's something to learn. Yeah, because otherwise, if we learn, I learned that if I let all this emotion pile up, performance goes sideways. Yes, yes, it's interesting because what you're saying is that you've got to manage yourself almost like you've used, you, you trained yourself as an athlete almost to become then the coach that can, can show up in the same way for your athletes. What is, you mentioned visualization and breathing. Can you share maybe how, what, like, like, can you walk us through like a breathing technique like that you might use for yourself? Sure. Um, I think that's a good, well, it, it depends. Um, my first experience, as I told you, as I mentioned before, my coach used to lay us down on the ground and used to make us breathe, right? Take deep breath, close your eyes, feel heavy in the ground. Uh, feel your toes, wiggle your toes, wiggle your knees, extend, feel how tension feels on your body, how you have to be sharp. So sharpen up and then relax and then breathe. And then she will get us into, okay, now we're getting into the pool and you see all the teams warming up. Like she was almost like a virtual reality walk. You see all the teams, the teams that intimidate you. You say hi to them and then it's time for you to put your makeup on and then, okay, now we are ready to walk out and you're nervous. What do you do? We breathe. And then we're ready to, for this. Everybody's cheering for you. There's so much noise going on. And then suddenly everything goes quiet because it's your turn to compete. So now how do you do this? Now you're going to open and irradiate energy. Yeah. And then you're bigger than yourself. And then here we go. And you have the best swing. So she will play the music. We will rehearse or routine on their heads. And then at the end, how was it? So we will debrief. If sometimes athletes get this mental saboteur that you make mistakes, even when you are, and it, have, it used to happen to me, make the same mistake over and over again. So we need to repeat it until we had a perfect swim on your head. Mm. And after that, hopefully that will transfer into the water. But at least you were ready for that. Yes. So yeah, that's how it was. <laughs> yeah. So combining that visualization. So imagining yourself in those different scenarios and also feeling your body. So you're not just, 
in your head visualizing, you're, you're feeling the different sensations in your body. And then, I, I mean, when you describe showing up for competition, I can feel like even feeling that, feeling that energy. Yes. Trying to imagine and feel that so that it becomes part of your, of what you do, your, your yeah. preseason, your, your training, all of it. Yeah, I came to realize that you will get the body body feelings. So it's on us. And I tell my athletes today, you got two options. You either get excited and use that energy and those uh, the butterflies on your on your tummy as an energetic feel, or you get scared and you take, oh my goodness, I'm so scared. I have my tummy cramps or whatever, you know? So it depends on us how you reframe that into a positive outcome for yourself. So you enjoy or you have a traumatic experience. Right. So that's the idea. That's what I think. Yeah. So how you relate to those sensations, yeah. the butterflies, because it's true. You can turn them into, oh boy, like the fear can take over. Oh no, there's butterflies or, oh great, there they are again. And let's mm -hmm. go. Um so that yes. is really good guidance, I think, for, um, you know, being able to recognize those. Our bodies give us clues all the time. So how, mm -hmm. can we get in? how do you recover from setbacks uh, as an athlete? Because it's tough. And especially in synchro where you have trained, trained, trained hours on hours and you've got a couple minutes in yes. competition. And sometimes things don't go the way you want. Well, I try to find why did I learn from this? What's the point of this? So very young, I, at a very young age, I got injured. My legs got the injury that put me out of synchro for almost a year. Wow. And that was like, for me to be very young, I got depressed. I was crying every day, blah, blah, blah. And being able to come back from this took me a long journey. It was a long journey, okay? It took me a couple of years to come back. Wow. So I learned from that. And uh, I remember my dad used to tell me, you, for you to be a champion, you need to learn from your mistakes. Otherwise, you will never make it, yeah? So you need to be a good loser yeah. to become a great champion. So you need to learn do what was your responsibility what could you do better next time so um, that's the good thing about having a uh, couple competitions back in, in a couple months so i was able to take with i could cry it because i always cry <clears throat> cry reset drain and then set for the next one mm -hmm. because interesting enough sarah after i was older enough I realized that even when I won a competition, always a downside. Ah. A week after, I would have this blue sensation, something when, and I realized it's not like what everybody says, not the outcome is the, is the road, is how you Journey. enjoy the road. Yeah, because I will always have like, and now what? That feeling of, I already achieved this, what's the next one? Yes. And it, it was very interesting, so... Yeah, how to, well, finding the lesson, learn and apply what I did for the next one. 
And that's the same I tell my athletes. Um, um, I have a particular athlete that I, I created a really strong bond with. And she, at the end of whenever I finished coaching her, one of the things that she wrote, she wrote a thank you card. And she said, thank you for, lear- for teaching me how to learn from my setbacks. That was one of the strongest. So, yeah. Yeah. It's the only way around, I think. Right. So to learn from your, to learn. And, and what I'm hearing you say is a little bit of like looking for something, even some of the positives of, of what Mm -hmm. just happened so that it can help you keep going. Cause you, like you, you describe the, and I hear this from athletes a lot of you, you reach a certain success and had an incredible competition. And then there's like this, wow, I just, I just reached it. And now what am I going to do? Um, with this particular athlete that you just mentioned, what are some ways that you, like, what, how did you help her acknowledge, like, what would you say to her, um, after a competition to help her, um, recognize? So first you did, I would say I, I value because we're in a sport where your outcome doesn't depend necessarily on you. You have her in a sport is subjective, right? So you might have your best performance but the scores don't show that and sometimes you don't perform right as you think you you could have done better and the, the scores are there so it's very subjective and it's a roller coaster so I told her as long as you give me or give yourself an effort your best effort that's what we're looking at right. I want you to leave the pool feeling fulfilled feeling that you left everything if that's if you come back out of the water and you feel that way, then we're good. It doesn't matter what they give you, because we're building yeah. for the long run. Yeah. So this is a step by step. Mm-hmm. So as long as you feel okay, we're good. And I know, it's, but it, this makes us stronger. Yeah. So that's what we need to try to do. Feel the best you can. Look at the video and say, yes, this is what I wanted. We move on. Yes. Because it doesn't depend on you. So, yeah. I'm hearing you say or describe kind of this idea that focus on those things we have control over, and that would be your own performance versus the scores in a subjective sport. You, you don't have control, and they, it is a roller coaster. So if you can focus in on those things that you can control, like your hard work, your effort, the energy, your breathing, all of, the, all of it, uh, these are the things under an athlete's control, but it's not simple yes. to be able to let go of, you know, focusing it's on not. a score because it, that we don't have control over. Yes. That's just my philosophy because I will say, I remember my coach from collegiate, she will always say, I want, we want, what's our goal? We want people to leave the pool talking about us, remembering us. So that change my perspective as well so you you want some to to reach a, a little extra not just the the judges because they might like it or not yeah so yeah so it's like that little oomph of energy that little oomph of something that the yeah. they can feel and it comes from within that within the athlete exactly yes yeah. what would you say is your secret weapon as a coach like what is it about you that gets your athletes excited, fired up, ready to go? What is it about you? 
I try to set up the, the experience of Synchro as a vehicle for them to achieve their goals. And I try to make them understand that is whatever they they feel, how they feel, okay? They need to feel good, they need to feel accomplished, and they need to have these processes of emotional fitness through this sport. That's what I bring to the table. Like I want them to have fun and I want them to grow and to succeed in the sport, but it's a whole, yeah? It's not just an athlete being these robots and do everything good, technique, swim, and go back home. No, I, I think, especially as women, that we feel a lot, being able to give them this space on this sport where they can be secure to, to find who they want to be, how they feel about things, to grow, and to have fun and, and enjoy. That, that word is key for me. Enjoy what we're doing. The moment you're not enjoying what you're doing, then it's time to maybe find something else where you can try a little bit better. Right. Um, of course, there is a part where it's um, discipline. Sometimes you don't enjoy practice and that doesn't mean you're going to leave. No, no. This is when discipline comes here. We finish. We committed for a year and you have to finish the year. If after this, then you know, Okay, go ahead, but enjoy. And, and like I learned as an athlete, thanks to Synchro, I learned how to regulate my emotions a little better. Mm-hmm. And it's a constant process. I think that's what I want my athletes to also get from this unique sport. Yes. Something else than just being a great barracuda. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. I do. Yeah, setting them up and uh, for life, really. Giving them life skills and at the same time, being competitive, being top competitors, potentially Olympians. Um, yes. And at the same time, you, it sounds like you incorporate so much of their, you know, the, this deep learning so that they, they can, they can be successful in all parts of their life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what a pleasure it is to talk with you. I just, I admire your style of coaching. <laughs> And uh, I, it's just a pleasure. And thank you so much for being with us today. Invitation. I enjoy talking about this. This is very, I'm very passionate about this. So yeah, thank you. Yes, <laughs> I, fun. I feel the passion and I, I just, I am, I'm grateful for you in, in this sport, in the sport, in the world of athletics. So I look forward thank to you. talking with you again. We'll do. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you everyone for joining us today on the Focused Athlete Podcast. We would love to stay connected, so please follow us on Instagram at EI underscore focus, on Facebook at EI Focus, on our LinkedIn page at EI Focus, and for lots more information and upcoming events, www.eifocus.org. Thank you so much and see you at the next podcast.